Hey guys, are you headed out on a safari or other jungle excursion anytime soon? Maybe you're gearing up or heading out to Isla Sorna or joining up with the Dharma Initiative or even sitting down with your family for a rousing game of Jumanji. Or maybe it's none of that shit. Either way, you're going to need booze for those adventures. And there's one place that I like to stop when I get booze for adventures, and that's Riverside Wine and Spirits, right there off Manufacturer's Road. And they've got everything you need. It's a one-stop shop. They've got liquor, wine, cheese, gifts, and beer, and liquor, and wine, and cheese, and gifts. Yes, it's that good. So anyway, yeah, it's my favorite part, the beer-wise, that is, though. And uh, I like that because you can get in anything from cans to kegs, get your growlers filled, all that sort of good stuff. And they've got a huge selection. I mean, it's a whole end of the store. It's great. And they've just reorganized it a bit, so it's much easier to find some things in there. It's fantastic. But remember, for your adventures, stop on down there at Riverside Wine and Spirits right off Manufacturers Road. And let them know Brew Chat sent you. Here we are, Brew Chatters, a new year, a new episode, and new beers. So, happy new year to everybody out there listening, and I hope you all had a wonderful, safe holiday. Hope none of you all drove drunk. Hope none of you got arrested. None of that good stuff. Let's start the year right. Let's do it. Let's go into this new year with new tasty beers. And this week, we're starting the new year off with some wild beers. Like, by that, I mean some wild yeast, those sorts of things. We've got some Urban Artifacts, some Bearded Iris, uh, some more of that collective project, that Canadian beer that has the artists on the cans. We've got a Yellowhammer that we've had on the show before, but it was a good photo op. I got a Christmas gift that was a, you know, I thought it was a good photo op. You guys should see that on the Instagram one. I may even make it the uh, album art. You know what? I'm gonna, I decided right here and now, I'm making it the album art for this episode. It's gonna happen. So anyway, I'm gonna start rambling here, or stop rambling, I've already started. So I'm gonna stop rambling, let you guys get on with the episode. Hope you enjoy it. Here's episode 118 of the Brew Chat Podcast. starts that solo part that's mm-hmm. why i like to bring it in yeah i got you so so, so i'm kind of disappointed with this beer to be honest which one did you open the you uh this yellow hammer the tangerine coal the yellow hammer let me get this yeah it's get like, you some it's, uh, i mean i purely grabbed it for a good photo app op. mm-hmm. that's purely why i grabbed it it's no got, i mean i buy no, beer based on marketing yeah yeah they've got the saturn five on here and it's from yellow hammer which is in huntsville and there's a space center down there, and I don't remember awesome. what percentage of this, but there's a percentage of this beer that goes to help underprivileged kids go to space camp. Oh. Yeah. See, now, based on the marketing I buy, it, there's a big wall of flavor text, nice orange-like logo, cool rocket ship on the front. Yeah, no, it's a like great when label. I, yeah. When I'm getting a beer and I don't know what I want style-wise, I, I happily will admit, like, it comes down to the label. Mm-hmm. I tried to, I wanted us to do spiced beers tonight, but it was a little short notice. So we're doing that next week. Okay. But I, right. I was down at Brewhouse over the weekend and they, I'd, I had two spiced beers. 
I'm going to see if I can find those specifically. One of them, I think... Now, I'm not even going to guess because I'd be entirely wrong, but it, they both had nutmeg in them. One had nutmeg and cinnamon. Mm-hmm. It was a stout, and it was very good. Okay. And then uh, the other just had nutmeg, and they were, they were they're very warmy. Yeah, know, I liked them. So next it's week, we're going to do like this. spice beer. Spicy so this beers. week, we okay. don't really have a beer theme. I just, well, we did. I was like, 2017 has come to a close. We're here a couple days after New Year's, so... I kind of went with wild ones. Okay. That was that was my theme, is ones that had sort of wild yeast in them or wild stuff going on. Okay. And That's a theme. Bearded Iris is always doing wild shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that other one uh, from Urban Artifact Urban is Artifact. straight up has some sort of wild yeast in it, I think. Yeah. It's there on the bottle. Oh, shit. You can sort of see it floating around on, like, the bottom. And that's another one from that collector art series or whatever it was we had oh, on here. Oh, yeah. yeah. This one's cool. Collective arts. Yeah. Art plus brewing. But we're leading with the easy one, I guess. The Tangerine Kolsch. Yeah. T minus. Is there a date on there? There's like, not. Because um, something in me, when I got this, I was like, I'm buying this for the label for a good photo op. But I feel like it's expired because I know we had this on here a couple weeks back. I thought it looked familiar. Yeah. We've had this on here before. Okay. Which is why we got four beers tonight. And Tangerine Kolsch seems like a very summery style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This beer, and that could be why it's eh. It's a little old. Hmm. And the summer style's not going to age well. No. Uh, no, at least those winter ones that are just like so full of everything. Like they get bottle conditioned half the time. Yeah. I drank my, did I do it on Christmas? I drank that Ballast Point. The one I was like, I'm going to save this for a while. Mm. I kept it till Christmas <laughs> and drank the shit out of it. Did you guys get any good beers for Christmas? No, I got mm. shit beer, actually, from yeah. my parents. Yeah. That, that Brazilian thing they brought, which I guess we figured out Two expired back in uh, 2016. Yeah. It was bad. It, it's been... Is that that one? That's that, was, that other yeah, thing, yeah. yeah. It's been passed around... <clears throat> Someone gave it to my parents because they didn't like it. And then you drink a bottle or two and be like, this is awful. So they were like, Alan likes beer and has friends that drink beer. We'll give it to him. And I had one. I was like, this is fucking terrible. But I was like, there's always people over at D&D night. I'll bring some over to Jared's house. Yep. And then having just tried some again, that thing is expired. Yeah, it's not good. Mm. Like I felt it was so bad. I felt bad pouring it down your sink, but I felt bad for like the sink. I was like, well, well it'll it clean, clean the pipes yeah, out. Yeah, it'll clean it <laughs> yeah. a little bit. It yeah. didn't. I just upended it. There was no foaming up or anything. Mm. And They're finally going to come uh, fix my disposal, which I'm excited about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's been all sorts of good smells coming out of that thing since it broke. Oof. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. I just pour Drano and bleach in there, and it. There you go. And that just pour a little bleach and ammonia, mustard yeah. gas it out of there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not. I'm not really enjoying this yellow hammer too much. Maybe it is just old. No, I'm pretty sure it's old. But uh, that's, I'm dumping him. I'm dumping mine. I mean, we'll just say uh, I check the dates on everything else. Jordan probably put the price tag on that bottle, and Jordan's not at Riverside anymore. <laughs> that's so that's a good point. He's now at Heaven and Ale. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, that place is great. Their beers are delicious. I'm sad okay, I'm down there more. The flavor text leads with summer in Huntsville. So yeah. summer in Huntsville sounds miserable. Okay, wait a minute. Right. I'm going to keep going. We've probably read this before, but just strap into this okay. this first paragraph. Okay. All right. Summer in Huntsville, Alabama hits you like a blast from a solid rocket booster. Satisfy your first with this 2016 specialty beer from <laughs> Yellowhammer Brewery Space and Rocket Center. Okay. So if I had to guess, 
If I were a betting man, which I am, <laughs> I'm going to assume this beer may be at least a year and a half old. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> a little aged. Little. Yeah. And uh, no, you know what? I'm looking at this now and I feel like we we didn't have it a year and a half ago. I think we had it before. Read the label and we're like, maybe if it was fresh. Yeah. It's kind of coming yeah. back to me now. Like we read yeah, this before. We wouldn't have skipped yeah. over a wall of yeah. flavor text. Because I feel like we had this not that long ago. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah. we were like, oh, I bet this like was good back in 2016. Maybe four or five months ago. <laughs> yeah, I think over yeah. the summer. Yeah. We were like, maybe if it was a year ago. Hmm. I'm going to go check. That'd be funny if it was one of the ones in October when Cherokee was switching over. Uh, and we're still ooh. getting Cherokee dust left behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There should be a program like no child, like no beer left behind where it makes sure. So this could have gone to somebody fresh. And uh, they could have enjoyed a fresh beer. Somebody that needed it. Yeah. Somebody yeah. that needed it, yeah. Like homeless people. I mean, like, what's the ABV? Is it even, like going to do a job? Five? At least it says that. Yeah. I think, and now I remember looking at this going, man, I wish I had this fresh, which I now again wish. I really do wish I had it fresh. I'm sure it was good. These other ones would be good, though. These other ones look like they can age for a little bit anyway. The, the Urban Artifact says you can age it as long as you want. It has a little diagram here. Oh. Um, I guess we could start with this. It's pretty neat. Let's crack her open. That one, that one piqued my interest first today. This is batch number five, March 2017, an IPA with the wild yeast Brettanomyces. Mm. Bro. Brettanomyces. Can be drank young or old. Um, if you drink it closer to March 2017, it is hoppier. And then as you get past like September 2017, it gets funky. And then it, it has all the way out to March 2020 and beyond. Mm. So you can keep drinking this. What's, it, what's it grow into like as it keeps going? Danker, what it sounds like. It goes from hoppy to funky in the course of about three quarters of a year. And then just gets funky, funky, funky. It's a, it's a certain point you're going to hit a funk, though, that's not like I know the funk is good, but you're eventually going to pass peak funk. <clears throat> now, that's number five. Uh, I just yeah. want to point out, though, we had the collective project one is number four. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, wow. it's not that these are the same breweries or have anything going on the same, but I'd feel remiss if I didn't point out this one's number four before we hit number does five. Does the other one have a number? On it does not. I wish it did. All right. The only well, we number can, is one pint. We can save that for last. All right, we'll do that. We'll do this bottle here first. This is the Phrenology Wild IPA, 7.3% alcohol by volume, 55 IBUs. Crack it bottled open. by Urban Artifact, Turtle Street, Cincinnati, Ohio. That's not too far away. Let's crack it open. Cracked. <clears throat> I made sure we've each got enough glasses for all four beers, so if you oh, want... Good. Oh, if you want a fresh glass, okay, yeah. I'll take a fresh glass. That other beer did not I don't <laughs> want it mixing. It's cool bottle art, though. It okay. is. No, yeah. it's got like this hop skull on it with like different brain areas on yeah, the hop leaves and everything. This is a nice looking beer. Look how bubbly. Yeah. Solid head game. Mm-hmm. Very clear. Nice straw mm. yellow color. That's, that's funky. It does smell way. funky. It smells like yellow, which it which makes sense because it is it's like that off gold, pale yellow. It's a very foggy yellow. Yeah. yeah. 
September 2017 is sort of the middle of this scale they got going on. So we are definitely in like we're in funk range. Mm. Oh, that is. Funky. Oh, well, yeah, we're we're past the yeah. the, the, the funk early, starting line. Yeah, we're in the early mm. earlier funk range. We're in like but, third yeah. quarter funk range. See, I'd like to try one of these when it gets super funky. Because this is, it's still really light and crisp, mm, okay. but you get that dank funkiness on, on like the sides. Yeah. In the back. This reminds me of opium, and I'm not going to say in what way it reminds me of opium, but just that it does. All right. I don't think it's appropriate for me to delve further into that tale. Just saying. <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> it tastes like paisley. I'll never ask about that story ever again. I'm no, sure. I'll tell you off air. Yeah, gladly. But I just don't think it's appropriate. Hmm. Yeah, it's got like a it's very it's floral. Got like a potpourri thing going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not entirely in a bad way. Mm-mm. Well, there are uh, people familiar It's just uh, on the history of opium. <clears throat> well, know about that potpourri. It mm. is super bubbly. It really is. Like almost to the point where I feel like it might be affecting the flavor. I got to let this thing calm down for a second. Mm. Maybe like you guys got the snifters. I think that's the right glass. I'm using this like fluted thing. Oh yeah. And it's giving me a lot more head on there. That's true. Yeah, no, mine's looking all right. I get a tinge of that uh that plasticky taste in this. Mm-hmm. Just a tinge though. It's not enough to make me hate it. It's no it's no boom slang, but <laughs> Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. We need like an ongoing chart of like the greatest yep. extremes we've ever had. Mm. I taste some grapefruit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's Definitely. one thing I want to talk about later. Is I be thinking about this for a minute. What's the worst and best beer that we've had this year? Last mm. year, or yeah, last year in twenty seventeen. Not right now, but like I want to get to that later in the show. Yeah, no, off that's the top fine. of my head, yeah. the worst one was one of those that one Belgian wild one. There was one that was too mm. wild for me. I have to go look at the show notes yeah, or something. I'll have to check and see what we got going on. I know I didn't like well the old ones. We drank some of those old ones. Oh, some of the random ones that we had. Oh, see, I'm not counting those. Oh. Like the the homebrew seconds yeah. and everything. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I, We're not counting those. I, I, was, count gonna, I was gonna count those. I mean, there are still beers that we drank and talked about the show, on the show yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, we'll we'll get to yeah. that here in a minute. No, yeah. We'll have to okay. do like the All professional right, yeah. circuit. We'll we'll okay. okay. I think this has calmed down a little for me. I like this a lot, actually. It's real crazy. I, I this is a beer that I would not suggest throwing on somebody that's into like, well, these Mm-mm. craft beers, man, this is not one to give to that person. No, I would, but I guess it is a wild. I would, I don't even know if I'd call this an IPA. I'd say it's more no. wild style than IPA. It's not hoppy. Like it's I, not. And it's, it's not, so, it's, it's so light. Yeah. It, it is. smells like, hoppier so light than body. it is. It's almost champagne. Yeah. It is the, almost like champagne-y. mouthfeel of it. You get like a, a hoppy bite and the smell, mm-hmm. but when you drink it, I get like it. This was like brewed next to an IPA. I just get flowers. I get flowers and potpourri. Like almost like a pine solly. No, this to me is a beer that was brewed in vicinity of an IPA. Yeah. Like there was one in the air lingering. Mm. Yeah. And the wild yeast from that IPA hopped on over into here. I'm saying like the hops could have that citrusy like hopped Mm -hmm. aroma sort of like that. But I'm not getting that like the hop bite. That would come through with hops and a typical IPA. I'm not getting that. No, it's all super no. floral. It's like drinking potpourri champagne. I think I like it. 
I don't need a whole lot of them. This is What's a good the, one what to are we open clocking up and in share at on this one. Does seven it say? Point... Okay, so it does a job at least. This is yeah, a dangerous three. seven point. This would 7. be really three. good, I feel, to mix with like, uh, like maybe some pomegranate juice, something like that. Hmm. Like or make a little like a beer, beer cocktail or a beer mosa, yeah. a Rattler or something. Yeah, that's yeah. what you want. Oh yeah, it'd be good. This would have been a good beer, like if you don't like champagne at New Year's mm-hmm. a few days ago, toasting with this thing. Mm-hmm. I think I like it. Yeah, I think I like that. I overall I like it. I'll give it like a. I'll give it like a seven and a half. I think. Yeah, I was gonna rank it in there seven and a half, eight. See, I'm down at like a six because. I'm giving it more points because at least the 7% is going to do a job for me. It's super drinkable. I feel like I could drink this whole bottle and it'd be the same like those Whoopers candies. Like I eat them and I'm Mm. not sure if I like them. And then I can go through a handful of them and still. And I've had, you know, years and just never formed a pin. The Alabama white sauce. Are you talking about Whoppers? Thank you. Okay. Yes. Mm. The Whoppers. What did you call them? I said Whoopers. Whoopers. I saw the thing in my head and added an O. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, or the the Alabama white sauce at barbecue places like Clyde's. I'll keep mm. trying it, and it's been years since I've been moved down here, and I have yet to figure out. Frustratingly, do not know if I like that sauce. Nah, I don't like that sauce. I don't know. Maybe it be like me with Whoppers. Is I discovered this when I worked at Cold Stone Creamery way back in the day. Is I don't like Whoppers so much as I like that malt flavor. I don't know if I like them. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like you, you should isolate it is because it allowed me to isolate. It. I like that malt flavor. See, I don't, I like don't really give a flavor. damn about Whoppers. I don't know if I like that. Whoppers fl- always kind of taste stale. They're like the yeah. circus peanuts. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But no, they're no, candy no. and they're not a, they're not bad. Mm. They got at least the chocolate on the outside. I just have. I mean, I, I've been eating them various Halloweens my whole mm. life. I just don't know if I like them. Yeah. It's there's a weird. I like that malt flavor, especially in a chocolate milkshake. Yeah, see, I don't know, but like that's the same stuff when we get dry malts for beer and stuff. That's yeah. exactly what that mm-hmm. is, essentially. Yeah. And it tastes the same because we tasted it, but I still don't like it. We should. Uh, well, if you don't like it, maybe this is a mute point. But a Wendy's frosty style beer. It'd have to be on nitro. Yeah. Oh, of they course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, speaking of things like this, I'll announce it right now because I decided this with. Kate helped me come to this conclusion because we're coming up on our two year. That's true. Two okay. year. This is our 118th episode, which I think is kind of crazy, to be honest, because I remember when we were like, holy shit, we're about to hit 10 episodes. Yeah. Like, damn. And we didn't have our audio figured out and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's it's not that far along, but still, it was crazy to me when I was thinking about it today. But we're coming up on our birthday, the podcast birthday. Nice come up with what we're going to do is uh or i've come up with what we're going to do which is we're going to do floats all right beer floats all right yep. we're going to get beers that we can do proper beer floats I with like it. Mm-hmm. so uh think where you want to get your ice cream and that's what we're doing for our birthday okay okay and then anybody right. else listening they can go get shit as well to do floats mm-hmm. what's your favorite ice a- cream flavor uh, floats aside just it depends on where the ice cream's coming from okay but okay. either uh, cookie, like cookies and cream, like Oreo mixed in with that's some good vanilla bean. That's God, I love cookies some strawberry and cream. Strawberry or a good malty chocolate. Mm. Okay. See, I yeah. like, I don't really do chocolate ice cream, but I really like chocolate ice cream with peanut butter swirl. 
Mm. Not like the cups because I mean that's good, but if I wanted to eat peanut butter cups, I'd eat fucking peanut butter cups. I want like the folded in peanut butter swirl. Mm. That's no, good stuff. I, I, I know you hate I, peanut butter. But. I get down with cookies and cream, but like not those small sad little bits. I like chunks. Yeah, I mean, I want to st- I want to be able to oh, tell yeah. if it's Oreo or Hydrox that I'm eating yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I had this one when I was down uh in Florida back in November. It was like it was cake, but it wasn't like a birthday cake. It, it looked exactly like the yellow cake with chocolate icing, but blended up. Mm. And it was a very strange. It looked way too much like cake. So I was like, all right, like we're all doing like small cups or something like I'll give this a shot. And it was good in that small amount because it was very on point. And I ate it. I was like, that is as if they turned like a rich yellow chocolate ice cake into ice cream. It was very good. But That's great. I'm still I am I'm solid cookies and cream. Yeah, I, I also I've recently uh, Micah turned me on to that Talenti. It's uh, this fancy ass. It comes in really cool little containers that make really good jars for things. I think I know what you're talking um, about. Yeah. But it's called Talenti and it's an Italian gelato, which okay. is fucking ice cream. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. And uh, they have a apple pie one. And then a banana, like banana nut bread one. Hmm. Oh my god, that ice cream, gelato, whatever it is, is delicious. It's fucking ice cream. I don't care what you say, but yeah. gelato is ice cream. Are you talking about the stuff that's in like the glass jars that are like they're plastic, maybe but this they look like yeah, they look like glass. It's like really eight nice to plastic bucks though. For this much, yeah, gelato. It's expensive, but it's really, really good. Yeah, it's, also it's really good. I uh, just re- remembered this frozen yogurt, just the simple uh, orange and vanilla like creamsicle. I can I can get down on a lot mm. of that in a hot day. Mm. Just a nice soft serve, that perfect swirl of orange and mm. vanilla. Some good soft serve. I like a good vanilla bean too. That's what I'll use for my yeah. float. Mm-hmm. Or French vanilla. French vanilla would be pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. I may actually, yeah, I'm going to look around. I may get us a couple. I'm probably couple only going to get us. Some left hand milk stout nitro and some cookies and cream. Mm. Well, think about what ice cream you want because I'm going to go somewhere maybe Clumpies or Cold Stone oh, Clumpies and, yeah. get, and get some proper ice cream for us to do floats. We should see if Clumpies has any recommendations. Mm. We should go talk to them. Columbus doesn't skimp on the cookie pieces. Yeah, they do not. No, they're they're solid. See, I really used to love chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream, but now yeah. it's just like it's really. That's sweet. the pretender yeah, for me. The good. cookie dough is the pretender. That's it's the one people offer when it's like I don't have cookies and cream, but I have this. That's like going like, man, I could really use some pizza. Well, we don't have pizza, but I have a salad. Mm. We are not even in. Those are so far apart for me. A cookies and cream milkshake is amazing because mm. you're mm. drinking it and then it, the straw gets stuck because you get a yeah. cookie chunk mm-hmm. caught in there and then it releases and comes through and oh, then yeah. you're like, oh, I can chew on a little tiny cookie for a minute and then you're back to drinking your milkshake. It's so, oh, it's so I good. Had, I had a, we were at Steak and Shake maybe a m- month or two ago and I don't normally go for the shakes. I'm not a big sweet person, but... They've only got a billion and a half flavors. And I went the half strawberry, half banana. Uh, and it was it was solid. I strawberry liked, banana is one of my favorite 
there was good when I worked down. at uh, I've not been back in the Coldstone Creamery here since I stopped working here. I started working there like oh, it was about a month or two after they first opened, mm-hmm. and this would have been 2005. Working there, I worked the day shift. It, I actually worked with John, the guy that runs JJ's Bohemia now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he was my manager when I first started working there, and then he, you know, he wasn't employed by Coldstone anymore. You know, I don't want to say shit and get somebody in trouble, mm-hmm. but he was, he all of a sudden found himself unemployed via Coldstone and opened up JJ's. But I was down there and I would just make weird mixtures and experiment with stuff and Butterfinger in their cake butter milkshake, mm-hmm. like a ground up because they had those Blendtec blenders. Yeah. So it would grind up anything. Toss some Butterfinger bars in there. Cake batter ice cream, and I didn't even—I don't even like Butterfingers. I don't even like cake batter ice cream, but together in a milkshake, they're amazing. It's so good. But yeah, I would experiment. If you've not—have you been to Coldstone? Not this one, but I've been to a Coldstone. Okay, you've been to yeah, yeah. Yeah, They could just give you all sorts of diabetes. It's Mm -hmm. great. Yeah, you could do that at the ice cream show too, which is right by the Walnut Street Bridge. Ah, okay. I think that's what that place is called. I've never been there. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not a big guy. I'm not a huge ice cream guy. I'm not either. But for a float, I'll, yeah. I'll do it for our birthday. I do yeah. also like mint chocolate chip. That's a good one. If you want minty yeah. ice cream, the chocolate chips. I don't there. like mint ice cream. Hmm. It's weird to me. I wouldn't have. See, I wouldn't have just mint ice cream. It has to have yeah. chocolate chips. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm not. Like I said, I'm not a big sweet person, but I'll I'll indulge in some creamsicle soft serve and cookies and cream. So, well, because Jean's pregnant, she's been getting ice cream, and I'm not gonna like say anything because <laughs> I don't want to die. But she's been good about, like, getting cookies and cream because I guess it's a flavor she likes. And then she's like, well, you can have some. So it's not just me, like, indulging. Yeah. And she gets whatever flavors on sale. So I've run this gamut of different cookies and cream. And I always get disappointed when, I mean, she's buying what's on sale and she doesn't know we're not lifting the lid up. But when it's one of those, like, sad ones where it's mm. like, I got the shake at the bottom. Yeah. That's what they put. <laughs> yeah. I, I should have started keeping, like, track and being, like, if this is if this brand's on sale, like, don't worry about me. Get what you want, because that's some bullshit cookies and cream. <laughs> it's all cream and no cookie. Like There's that, a harmony. Like the value, yeah, like no, the Walmart the value brand cookies and cream. It's terrible. It is. It was just like vanilla with like a cookie. Yeah, and shake. Up in yeah. They've yeah. taken two Oreos <laughs> and crumbled up in that whole gallon of ice cream. That's terrible. I it's know. Horrible. That's not cookies and cream. Give me Briars or Bust. That's what I do. Say. They do the are they a good I one? I think they've got some good cookies and cream. Mm. Okay, let's open another one of these beers. Though. Right. Yeah, out. let's go to number four. Let's stick with the numbers. Okay, um, this is the collective project IPA number four Ow. with Hallertau, Blanc, Citra, and Mosaic okay, let's hops. Go, let's go tall glasses. Okay, okay, uh, not much flavor text. Um, Just so we all have the the same size glass, I'm gonna get us some more snifters. That's here. fine. Limited release, six point four percent. Okay. It's got like this cool, like crazy crow thing going on. Um, yeah, with all the eyes and some hands and shit like that. Yeah. So, I know from what I've learned while homebrewing, the Hallertau hops are my favorite so far. They're like they go in the Oktoberfest. They're pretty balanced. I like the smell of them. They're citrusy and. They're yeah. very bound. They have like a little of everything. Yeah. Which is why I like them. See, I found myself to li- really like the mosaic hops. Uh, you are also in luck. Oh, they're mosaic. They're okay. Because that, it, everything you just said 
for me applies to mosaic. And what's the other one we got in here? Uh, Hallertau, Mosaic, Citra, and Blanc. I don't I know. Do like Blanc. Like Citra. Citra. I like Citra. I like Citra. Hallertau remind me of Citra a lot. They're Ooh. both really. Oh, I smell the Hallertau in this. Mm. Oh my! Mm-hmm. Is that that like sort of haystacky funk? That is your va- That is your. It's got like a little bit of everything. Just yeah. the tiniest floral note. I don't smell the Citra. I'm getting the Hallertau nose. The a little bit that, of haystack funk. Yeah, is that the one that kind of kicks you in the face mm-hmm. when you smell it? Yeah, but like a soft kick, like like when you're sleeping and there's like a dog in the bed and it has mm. a dream and it kind of like kicks you because it's like mm. chasing a mailman or something. You know, this a kick good. but a delicate one. <laughs> this is citrusy and funky, funkier than the last one. I like this more than the last one. Me too. I do this like is a it more solid. Than the last one, yeah. It's heartier. It's definitely thicker. Mm-hmm. You can tell that by looking at it. You can tell it by tasting it. Yes, you can. I dig the nose on this one. I'm already going to say I'm going to give this one an 8.5. Um, this is the best one I've had so I, far. I really like yeah, this. I like it a lot. Too. I don't know. I wish I knew anything about the Blanc hops. I'm not getting much citra out of here. really, yeah. Oh, I, mm. I'm getting the Hallertau. I think I'm getting some Mosaic. Yeah, I'm getting some Mosaic. They're not like in alphabetical order, so I can only assume it's they listed it by like amount. Amount, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Or like they definitely bittered this with the Howler towels and maybe threw some mosaic on the aromatics or something. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know anything about the Blanc. It's it's got kind of a flat taste at the end of it. Like it's almost like the flavor just kind of stops. Once I the, see what you're saying. Once the yeah. sip is down, not like it's, it's flat, like yeah. it runs out of carbonation, but the flavor yeah. does no, just kind yeah, of disappear just, really yeah. quick. It's like the tingling just it tingles from the hops and then just goes away. Yeah, but it like <clears throat> the flavor. It's stays. also palate cleansing because then like mm-hmm. you you wait ten seconds and there's just nothing left of it. Yeah, interesting. I still have hop flavor. No, that's pretty neat. It bookends itself. Yeah, it does kind of. Yeah. I'm digging this. Wish I'd had IPAs number one through uh, three. Mm-hmm. Did we not try one of the other ones in this? I thought we had number Yeah, we three. had two of them. Travis two? at Riverside hmm. gave us... I'd have to go back and look at the show notes, but yeah, we've had a couple of them on the show, like maybe three weeks ago, three, four weeks ago. Yeah. I think I remember liking them then, too. This one's pretty good. Well, I'm interested in the rest of their collective series, if nothing else. Me, too. No flavor text, though. That's the one thing. This one also does not. Like, it seems like this beer should have a cool story behind it, but. Well, they're the ones that get a uh, local artist. Yeah. Every time to do their artwork. Yeah. Yeah. This is either Cecil or Cecil Warner from Burlington, Ontario, Canada. I guess because this beer is from Canada. Canada. Ooh, the next one coming up here is a Reinheitske boat. Contains water, malt, hops, yeast. 6%. Unfiltered and unfined. Hmm. Okay. It's going to have to be pretty good to top this IPA. Yeah. This is also an IPA from Bearded Iris out in Nashville. Cultivate Variety. Scatterbrain IPA. Passion fruit, pine, and gray matter. Hmm. That's right. Drinks got brains. Well, because it had pine, that's kind of why I grabbed it, actually. 
I'm more interested in the passion fruit. I'm interested yeah. in the gray matter. So no, <laughs> that one beer we had when Kate was on here the other week, and we had that one beer that had pine notes in it. Mm-hmm. That shit was good. Yeah, well, it's yeah, pine, it tastes yeah. like a Christmas tree. Those ones are generally hit or miss for me. I found I really liked that Christmas tree taste. This looks almost exactly like the other one. It looks somehow a little juicier. That's yeah, it's that's more one opaque. thing yeah. that I always get from Bearded Iris is they're juicy. Well, they have passion fruit in there, so it makes sense. Mm. Oh, it smells good. Oh, that smells funky. Mm. I like it. Oh, that has a funk to it. That it's one of those specific ones I got to think about for a second. Oh, I smell that pine. This smells like like a like just a wad of pine needles under a dead log. Yeah. Mm. This smells like what? This you, smells like damp leaves. Yeah. This <laughs> this like, smells like what you smell like after you've been camping for a couple days. It's like the yeah. it's like the tree where Bigfoot scratches his ass. <laughs> To put it poetically, uh, yes, yeah. that's exactly what it's like. Evidently, I really, really like that smell. <laughs> that ass. That ass. Mm. Oh, that's good. This does taste like a pine tree. Oh, that's different, too. Wow, it's so smooth. Yeah. It just I'm not getting the passion down. fruit out of this. It's just like... Me neither, but there's something This there. is drinking like an old pine tree, like what your Christmas tree tastes like now on January 2nd. <laughs> yeah. Woody. Yeah, like... um like pine forest floor after it rained a couple days ago. You get way yeah. more of the pine in the smell than you do in the taste. No, just, you, you do get the pine forest floor in a really humid area. Mm-hmm. But in a good way. Mm-hmm. I like this. I, I do, too. I like this a bit. I don't see. Now I'm torn between this one and the number four. They're, both, they're so different. They are. All right, I'm this one's this one's going for a nine point five with me. Really, I'm, I'm loving this. Okay, yeah, nine point five. I got a that one there. What did I say? I, it was like an eight point five, mm-hmm. and then the other like roughly a seven point five. Mm-hmm. I gotta go try and back to back. That T minus, I don't want to rate just because it's kind of unfair. It, yeah, it's unfair. Mm. That's good. These it's are both good. This one definitely is juicier than the other one, but the other one is like prickly. What, which one's juicier? The... Number four? No. The brain matter. Scatterbrain. That's what that, yeah. little, that little extra is that I can't put my finger okay, on. Okay, see, now mm. I'm trying to back to back. I can get the passion fruit now in the... Mm. They're both good. I don't... They are. They're good. I got to tie both them in both nine. at like an eight. Eight? Yeah. I might do 8.59. That's good. They're good. They're two very different kinds of good for me. And you're not even an IPA fan. You're giving them pretty high scores, so. Yeah. This other one. They, the, neither of them taste like IPAs to me. They're. Oh, see. Well, this, the other one's definitely the, number, the, the number wildness. Four does to me. The number four tastes like everything I want an IPA to be. The other one, what is it, a wild style one? Mm. No, it does just say IPA. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the gray matter. The yeah. number four is what it's I the, want IPAs to taste brains. like. The, the scatterbrain is just an odd one. I will say after drinking the scatterbrain, it does make that number four actually taste like an IPA to me. Mm. That's because you get the combined flavors. And stuff. Yeah. It's it's because they're whatever hop thing they're using. I, I mean, what I don't like about the IPAs generally is uh, maybe it's just sort of a, a citra thing. Like a lot of the IPAs start to taste the same to me after a while. 
but these both taste pretty different. No, they're very different. That's why I yeah. like them. I yeah. mean, because and because maybe it's like I'm just getting a mouthful of Hallertau hops, and I like that. But the scatterbrain is. I mean, it doesn't even tell you, does it? Like what? There's like some fine print on. Nope, government no, warning. It's just about yeah. Nope. Yeah, the bearded iris isn't letting me know what's it's in here. It's a cool here. label though. It's black on black, and the like shiny, shiny bit is it like outlines the brain. I mean, yeah, it's definitely hand labeled too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just the blank can. I mean, it's how yeah, all like a bearded iris cans mm-hmm. are. Yeah, they're that both means good. Somebody's probably slapping that label on there. Oh, they probably got a machine for it. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Is it offset at all? No. No, but I mean, machines can still fuck up. Yeah. yeah. So, because well, uh, because humans can do things right too. Machines can do things wrong. Humans can do things right. Yeah, I like this on the label though. It's got like a viney. That's the brain. Yeah, I think that's the brain. Ah, okay. It's like the dark matter that they added into the. Yeah, beer. yeah. it's the scatter brain. Or right. The, or the brain matter that you said. Yeah, the dark matter. Yeah. Or the gray, gray matter. Gray, gray matter. matter. Yeah. God, we're terrible. Yeah. What does the that gray mean? Matter. Gray matter. Gray matter is what your brain is made of. That's what they call it. It's, that's what it, that is. Huh. Yeah. Why is it called gray matter? As it's gray. I thought it was pink. Well, that's because blood and stuff. Oh. All right. Hmm. Now I'm, I'm trying to like look it up. That's fine. On the sly. I know it's referring to a brain. And I know the, like the glossy slash matte difference there is a brain, and I know it's also called the scatter brain. It most certainly is. So I can put together my context clues and know that they used brain to make this beer. Simple as that. So it and makes the scatter brain is a one hundred percent Simcoe oated IPA. Hmm. That is all their website is telling me about this. All Simcoe, huh? 100% Simcoe Oated. Simcoe Oated. Mm-hmm. They are purposely keeping it vague. I was trying to see if they would tell me. So It's because there's brains in it. No, it's not vegetarian. Oh, well. That's why it's tasty. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's one tasting why it's so that's smooth. Sweet, it's just got brains. knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so 2017's over with. Yep, right. I, yeah. Yeah. I want to be excited, but 2017 did me hard after 2016. So yeah, it did. Just it, it did everyone really <laughs> fucking hard because 2016 ended, and I remember everybody that year was, was like, "Thank God, everybody died this year." Mm-hmm. Fuck this year, everybody raped everybody else. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know. Can what. this just be the year everyone acts like Tom Hanks? Yeah. Can we like, be please? decent this year? <laughs> What, uh, well, what was, for you guys, what was the highlight, uh, you know, of what year? was, of 2017, what was something? Got my wife pregnant. That was fun. Yeah. That's cool. It's a big deal. I enjoyed that part. Yeah. I um, yeah. She's about to pop out, but. Yeah. She is yeah. ready to burst, right? I, mm-hmm. yeah. I got two promotions this past year. Nice. I got one for oh, my birthday <laughs> and I got one for Christmas. Nice. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. That was pretty big. Sweet. Yeah. I, I was, uh, I don't know. I feel like. Brew chat and a lot of shit on my end really stepped up. Mm-hmm. It's not too exciting because it's yeah. just no, that's photography. Now we stuff, had some good times. We yeah. did the yeah, we did Southern Brewers Fest. We did a handcrafted wishes thing again. Mm-hmm. Some rooftop well, we events. Went to, I enjoyed going to handcrafted wishes much more than filming. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, I like that um, much better. It was we uh, won awards for beer. Yeah, we won awards. Yeah. For yeah. Started, uh, we started. Uh, 
doing that at the end of 2016. Yeah. Entered competitions in 2017. Mm-hmm. And We've been doing a damn good job. Took some though, medals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I won that thing at CBC, which eventually they're going to, you know, make with me, presumably. Yeah. Are you yeah. waiting on them to contact you on that? Or I is went over like there and they're like, be. no, we got everything. I think I'll go like knock on their door again and be like, hey, mm. is this happening? Because yeah. I was hoping it would be there when my parents came out for Christmas. Yeah. So I could go down there and be like, boom, beer I made on tap at this place. Mm-hmm. And so now my kids do at the end of the month. Not that they'll, we're going to go out drinking like the moment he pops out, but. Start them early, coo- man. It'd be cool if, like, <laughs> I could have some, like, growlers at home or something and be like, hey, I made this thing. Mm-hmm. It's on draft. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, we did some good. Station yeah. Street, Sip and Saver. Sip we had and our, Saver was uh, good. That was the first year for that. We also had that, uh, what was that thing? Uh, Blue Skies? Bruce mm-hmm. Guys? Yeah, mm-hmm. Bruce Guys. That yep. was a good time. We did that. That's true. I enjoyed that quite a bit. We I plan on us doing that next Chattabruga. year. Chattabruga. Chattabruga was good. We had our second annual Brew Chat Halloween pub crawl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And this year, forward to number it's three. actually going to be planned and a thing this year, people. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying that right now. Like, we've really fucking just slacked on planning that thing each year. Yeah, no, we'll get yeah, it. We'll get it. We're doing it this year. And it's like, I don't know. The Santa pub crawl does good because it's like bring a, uh, bring a toy for an underprivileged child. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So maybe we need to find a charity. A charity, yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah. Other things that happened though at the start of this year, uh, weed's legal in California, like hundred percent. Now they can secede. Yeah. Now they can <laughs> yeah. Secede. Which Their economy it's not was like strong enough anyway. Yeah, it's not like anything different's happening. They've been acting like it's legal this whole time anyway. I actually thought it was up until I heard it on the news. You earlier. went into a doctor and you were like, I'm sad. And they're like, here's some <laughs> weed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you tried this weed? Yeah. Um, also, barbers in the state of Tennessee can now legally cut your hair and do house calls, oh, which wait, I find weird. Come to your house. Evidently, it was illegal for a barber or a house cutting person to come to your house and cut your hair like this whole time. Cause I've gone to buddies houses who that are barbers. Seems like one of those things you'd see in like those weird law books. It's just a weird antiquated yeah. law that like fucks with some taxes. So anytime you would have to go like you guys have friends that cut hair. I go, yeah, hair I go to George's house I've got friends that cut hair. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was always, maybe you do a trade off like, Hey, how about I bring some beer over and yeah, you cut right. my hair or whatever, or here, I'm going to pay you cash. And it was always weird for tax purposes. Okay. And it was only allowed if there was a medical condition. But now barbers can legally cut hair in a private residence in the state oh. of Tennessee. Which so is, I guess at some point yeah. you're 85, you're in hospice care, you're in a hospital bed, just hanging out because that's all you mm. can do now. You can't go out and get your hair cut, but it would have been illegal for someone to come over. Not in I that mean, sense because it's for medical reasons. Okay. Yeah, mm. medical reasons you you could have made a uh, an excuse, but okay. up until now, no, anybody can come cut hair in any private huh. residence now. And then also in California, booze makers, liquor companies, and uh, breweries can give free or discounted rides for people that are visiting and Ooh. and patroning. Yeah. You their go place. on a you go on a brewery tour, you get sloshed as yeah. one does. They can give you a ride home huh. legally. Yeah. It's things like that that give me a little bit of hope. Until that, they leave, yeah. California will be the first one out of yeah, here. Yeah, but that's yeah. like, it gives me a little bit of hope that even with the current administration, mm-hmm. that we can still strive forward and make a little bit of progress. Because those are all things that are progress. 
They are, yeah. Yeah, that's good progress. Mm-hmm. And let's in Tennessee, it's now illegal to talk on your phone while driving unless it's a hands-free thing. Really? Mm-hmm. If you're under 18, you can't talk on your phone at all. Mm. And it's like an offense. Oh. But if you're over 18, I believe it's just a misdemeanor. Um, and it has to be a hands-free device. Ah. So. Good to know. No more holding the phone up to your head in the car. No, you can't do that anymore. Now, I don't know how, mm. like, speakerphone on the lap. I'm not really sure. Yeah. And but here's here's what I've always wondered about that free. thing. I know you're not supposed to, like, play on your phone. And people with better cars than me, I've talked about my antiquated car enough. But, like, I plug it in. It's it, It's got the auxiliary port. Mm-hmm. I plug it in. I want to pull up a song. So I pull up a song, and it looks like, for all intents and purposes, and mm. functionally, it looks like you're texting. I'm still theoretically yeah. looking at it, trying to like pick out a song and everything. But as far as I know, that's not illegal because I'm not texting and I'm not talking. Right. But I'm pulling up Spotify or Pandora or whatever's in my iTunes catalog. And I always wonder, like, if a cop, like, were to pull me over and be like, you were texting and drive, be like, no, I was just trying to listen to a Tetris remix. Or no, I was just trying to figure out where the fuck I am. Yeah, or pulling up Google Maps or something. like. See, so- technically, you're not texting or anything, and I 100% agree with you, and I question that same thing. And I think about it all the time, but what it makes me think you'll get a cop that'll say, well, you're not supposed to be on your phone. Right. And you it's know? to me, uh, and it's, not what the it's always been a yeah. gray area. Is it? Is it what the law says? Am I not actually allowed to, like... Yeah, I mean, I know on my phone I can hold down apps, the button and like, be like, Google, how the hell do I get here? Well, the law doesn't say I can't like Instagram posts while driving. It just says <laughs> exactly. I can't make calls. Yeah, right. The law doesn't say I can't text while driving, but I can make a Facebook status. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I've always wondered about that because like, I'll fiddle with my phone a lot. I've got a hands-free device that does like a Bluetooth thing from my phone to the car's mm-hmm. the, an FM channel so yeah, I can exactly. listen to music. And it also does hands-free so when I'm calling. Mm-hmm. But even that, uh, the speaker doesn't pick up a wide enough range so I have to grab the little device and like sort and of hold it, it to yeah, hold yeah. it to my mouth. Yeah. And for all intents and purposes, it's It looks like you're talking on a phone. But it though. looks like I'm yeah. talking on a phone. Yeah. So even that is like, no officer, this is a hands-free device. And it's like, technically, it's not, I guess, because I was holding it. Yeah. But it's do a hand-free I, device. What do I do? Like, show show the cop. I double tap my home button on my iPhone, start scrolling through my most recent apps. Like, no, messages yeah. is number seven. Yeah. I yeah. haven't sent anything since before I left. One right there, that gets into a whole tricky sort of situation. Because say a cop pulls you over on the precedence that he saw you, playing quote, on unquote, my phone. texting yeah. or playing on your phone. I was playing on my phone. And for... And you start down that road of like, well, let me show you my most recent apps. Then that allows him, that puts him in a position where, oh, you, you've opened up your phone to me and started using that as evidence. Okay, well, I can look at this and see what other shit you've done. Yeah. And so I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't want to even unlock my phone for a cop for any reason. No, I mean, you're right. It's, it's a weird, I guess, constantly evolving thing. But I mean, who uses their phones for phone calls anymore? Yeah, <laughs> I'm so, not talking on the phone I see while driving. people driving on their damn phones all the fucking time. I also I do. It. I'm so glad. And that you know what? Honestly, now. you know what it is? I hate how obvious they are about it. Yeah. Have yeah. some subtlety and decency. It is not hard to not like sit there yammering on your phone, missing a green light. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm holding it up like any one. It's also it, not, not hard YouTube. to stay in your lane when you're on the fucking phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what so gets sad. me is I got one of these Amazon Alexas. Yeah. And the uh, like the voice recognition on this thing is amazing. And mm-hmm. I don't know why more of this technology because they there's a bunch of voice technology stuff out. And like Microsoft has their sync. I don't know what other vehicles then. I know it's in Fords. My dad has a Ford and it's in that. It's shit at vo- voice recognition. He tried to call my brother today, Patrick Morrison, and it pulled up uh, Tom Patrick. Hmm. Was who? My dad doesn't know a Tom Patrick. It just made up a person and tried to find a phone number for them and mm. then errored out. That's weird. And this device I found, it's like if I had the proper stuff, I mean, it can control my refrigerator, everything. I'm like, Yeah, the FBI is listening to me with it, but... It's a pretty boring show around these parts unless you're here on Tuesday nights when we're recording this. And uh, they'll be listening just, for opium. I, I don't later. know. I don't yeah. know why this technology is not in vehicles. Like that is a good voice recognition technology. Yeah. Like, and you could have it in there. You could have it texting. You could have it calling people. All this, but they have the shittiest voice maybe, technology. Maybe since it's Amazon, it's like their voice technology. Yeah. Maybe it's just locked the fuck not, down. Yeah. It just makes me down. wonder though, like. And maybe Amazon has tried to sell the technology to automakers, but, and they just had too high of a price tag, but automakers need that technology in their cars. If they were wanting to people to stop fiddling on their phones and cars, put Alexa in your cars. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think they're doing a lot of stuff like that for newer cars, which are out of our price range. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're getting, we're getting our beers for free. (laughs) That's that's our price range here at brew chat. It's like, We'll give you, we will happily give you some free press if you slide us some beers. That's where we're at. Well, my dad <laughs> has one of the newer uh, Ford Expeditions. Mm-hmm. It's it's the bigger Explorers that can seat like nine people. Yeah, and the Canyon Arrow. Yeah, it's got mm-hmm. all sorts of Bluetooth. I mean, it's like driving a spaceship. Mm-hmm. And it the voice recognition on that is shit. I hate using it. It's so pointless. Have you been in a car yet that does like the automatic parallel parking? Because I want to know how that works in I real life. I have, and it's terrifying. I bet it is. I don't doubt it. I'd be completely terrified. But does it work well? I was uh, not that I was actually buying one. It was it was for something else. But I was quote unquote test driving a Mercedes, and the salesman was showing me Mm -hmm. like how it does that. And even the parallel parking was enough technology to fucking impress me. But it did something beyond that. Is you know how cars now in the dash have a screen. Well, when it's parallel parking reversing, it pulls up a 3D rendered image of your vehicle. It's got cameras oh, evidently shit. on like and it, it, it shows you an aerial view of your what? vehicle, but it's not like there's a drone hovering right. over your car at all times. So what it does, is it's got cameras on each on the roof on each corner mm-hmm. of the vehicle on, mm-hmm. along with the backup camera. And it basically does what VR cameras do, but sort of in reverse. That's and it cool. renders you an aerial view of your vehicle as it's moving. And you can't look at it while you're going down the road, but for while reverse, you're sitting there doing nothing while it parks It is itself. the most useful thing I've ever seen for reverse, but it's not even useful for reverse because the thing reverses it's and, uh, yeah. and parallel parks itself. And it's scary how accurate it is. Oh, that's weird. I mean, I felt uneasy sitting there while it was parallel. And it was no, a I'd be, tight yeah. spot. No, I'd be sweating because I'm just thinking it's going to clip someone's car. Exactly. I think me, I was test driving this thing. I didn't yeah. even own the car. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to like, if it, does, if it doesn't work, 
I clip someone's car, not, you know, crack a headlight or something. I gotta be like, sorry, that wasn't me. That was my car. And then this guy's gonna look at me and judge me. It's not even the mm-hmm. fact that I did that, that somebody's gonna look at me and judge me and go, you couldn't parallel park that car your goddamn self. And I know I can. That's what gets me is it's like, no, believe me, I totally know how to parallel mm-hmm. park. It's just, I wanted to let the car do it and it didn't and it fucked up and I'm sorry. And I guess if I had just done what I was taught, this wouldn't be an issue. Mm-hmm. When it gets into a whole other, like, say, Say I was letting my car parallel park itself. Mm -hmm. It bumps into your car. Mm -hmm. And then I'm saying, well, I'm not paying to fix this car. He parked over the line. My car knows how to parallel park itself. Mm. He parked over. Where does that who's paying that check? Does that get down to the auto manufacturer because they maybe they miscalculated on the parking algorithms or I would say maybe the city has even fucked up and put their spaces too close together. Yeah, based on the weird aerial view you're telling me, I imagine it calculates the distance between objects. And yeah. Yeah. Because I know some places do, and I will happily put on my tinfoil hat for this, Tyson's Corner in Virginia. I swear their parking spaces are tinier than reg- than regular ones. So they can fit oh, yeah. in more cars into this parking mm-hmm. garage. I've seen it in my car. My Cavalier barely fits, and it's smaller than everyone else's car. Um, and there's no... You can't get into these spots by playing in the... People obey the lines because you don't have a choice, is how tight they are. And you still are, like, knocking cars going in and out. I don't know if they're, like, trying to sneak past some kind of fire code for maximum occupancy. Yeah, I don't know. But, no, that's the sort of thing where it's like... Down here, um, you go to a Walmart and you've got, you know, half a fucking car length between yeah. spaces. But you go up there, is the same car going to calculate that, no, uh, you have no room. Also, this car is slightly bigger than the space. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think but all I'm saying is I think because of self-driving cars, and even even if we maxed out, I, I mean, car these Teslas can drive themselves in the interstate. Yeah. And straighten themselves out and take you somewhere without you even paying attention. So with that in mind, I think we're going to see some big changes happen with car insurance. Because if something happened, say in a big car accident, like my car was driving itself. I wasn't even driving. So why am I liable? Like this should be on the manufacturer. They should have factored But there's the angle of they've run simulations and they've proven that if you could take out the entire factor of human error out of traffic, mm-hmm. there would be no traffic. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. Cause people are shitty. Yeah. But it's, it's going to be in the million and a half forms you sign just to buy a car. Now. I mean, there's going to be things, a waiver hidden in there. You know, mm-hmm. I understand by using this technology that it's right. ultimately my responsibility and I can't <laughs> sue Chevy for all this stuff. Yeah, of course that's, and it's going to be tested to death in the trucking industry first. Mm, that's uh, true. Yeah. Like and in not Logan. needing people yeah. to drive all the way across. Oh, for what they pay truckers? <clears throat> yeah. And knowing that they don't, I mean, they they have mandated hours that they can drive before they have to like pull over and take a rest. Yeah. So you take that out of there. You you drop a bomb on a truck initially, and it pays for itself super quick. People are gonna that'll be once it's regulated with that. That's sort of a, I imagine it's gonna be their testing grounds for. It's not a bad plan. Automated traffic. I don't know. You think that'll start changing roads as well? Are we going to need a whole entire new like highway system? We can get in. No, we can't. They, they've already talked. That yeah, it's true. They've already talked about putting like heaters in the road or like LEDs underneath the surface. 
and stuff for like what? that for like lights and things. Uh, so you, like the same thing you have like like messages hanging over the road. You can put them in the road. That seems distracting. You can do, as hell. you can you can heat it so that it won't freeze. You can they, they can do all sorts of stuff. I think they tried them somewhere in Europe. Okay, I think they've got them somewhere over there. Uh, I can't now, remember. okay, I could see that. Now, France, for example, is smaller than Tennessee. So their entire federal government can go to heating their roads. That's true. We have states that are bigger than, well, Europe. Europe. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. So I think, I think it's easier for somewhere, you know, Germany to put its federal budget into heating and lighting the Audubon, then it's going to be for us to fix 27. Right. Um, and start putting lights and heaters in there. We just, we're, we're, we're taking a while to build more lanes on a bridge or something. They d- up yeah. at where 153 meets Hicks and Pike. It's two lanes again. Finally. I'm not sure what changed. It's, it's newer looking. Yeah. There were two lanes before. There's still two lanes. Wait, where at? Where 153 meets Hicks and Pike, right there at Northgate. Oh, yeah. I'm, I have no idea what they actually no, it looks did. Exactly it the looked same. like yeah. they might have built new bridge walls, but it took a really long time for yeah. that, I feel. Yeah. No, and that's Maybe. my problem. As long as I've lived here, I'm talking. I started going to a Chattanooga school when I was in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And since then, I've been having to drive across, well, not anymore, but I was having to drive into Chattanooga and get stuck in Chattanooga traffic going to school. And I remember having to cross Old Giotti when they were widening it to what it was before this big expansion. And that shit's always been under construction, I feel. It's like we get at most maybe about a year and a half of a lull of -hmm. where it just exists and there's no construction. And then they crank some other project up. Yeah, they did. But the big problem with Chattanooga, as far as I can, like, as far as I can tell with, like, government construction projects is they pay them by the hour. Yeah. So why the fuck wouldn't they take forever? No, it, it becomes obvious, I think. Yeah. Like, it, they, when they did, I feel like they powered through. Someone was telling me when I moved here, uh, something about like a five-year plan for fixing 27 between Signal all the way through downtown. And they did the whole Signal Mountain Road 27 mm-hmm. bit. And they powered through that quick. They really did. I mean, did. They, yeah. they did that in uh, two years. And I was like, five years to fix this? Holy shit, they... They just murdered through that. And now, every time I get on 27 downtown, it's different. They switch the exit for MLK at 27. Whether yeah. it's you're going yeah. down the right side or the left side, I think they finally tore up the right side of that exit. But it's I mean, just they, would just, they would just switch it. And I know they're taking longer than they need to. Not Because days will go by nothing. Yeah, nothing it's a changes. fucking mess. And Unless they're doing like underground work and stuff, I see yeah. the big parts, but then they they switch exits so it worked, and then going off of um, twenty seven onto MLK, they would switch which side your exit was kind of mm-hmm. on. So they got the new one working; it worked, but then they'll switch it back a week later. My biggest pet peeve, of course, being the TVA building on I think that's Broad Street. Just in general, as a building, it no, no, no. Where or? they would, they tried to wash it or paint it or whatever they did, mm. and they would close it down and open it sporadically. Oh, so yeah. I never knew what the fuck was going on on my way to work, and it's still ugly. Yeah, <laughs> it looks the same. yeah. They, they. I know that 
Wait, I know they're paying those guys hourly to power wash a building. You could have bulldozed that motherfucker and rebuilt a new building mm-hmm. in the time it's taken <laughs> them to sort of wash the out. You could have handed them sponges and they could have mm-hmm. washed the outside in the time I mean, it's taken you, them to do that. It amazes me. I mean, I watched, I mean, this is a different example, but I that new uh, pasta place, it opened up as a coffee place and that poor guy that opened it as a coffee place down there behind Big Chill. Okay. Yeah, he opened his coffee place, and this poor guy, I don't exactly know what happened, but it was some shit, like, his wife died, and then his son died, or something, like, all in the matter of one month. Don't quote me on that, but it it was some crazy month that this poor guy had, of just, and then he was, he had worked all this time to get this business open, and it was with, I can't remember who died, it was his son or his wife, and he was just, fuck it, and I didn't blame him, and then the guys that own five bought it out. But they built that place in mm-hmm. the time like they've had all this done on the interstate. Mm-hmm. I've seen houses go up in the time that they've been working on this interstate. Mm-hmm. Big houses. Yeah. Apartment neighborhoods. Complex. You see Big. neighborhoods. Yeah. yeah. Neighborhoods. Yeah. No joke. Like this one down here above the ghetto gallon. Yeah. That yep. entire neighborhood went up in the time that they've been doing this. The uh, right where 27 and 75 meet. I, don't, I forget the name of the road, but they blocked off that exit for. A couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, so you would try and go to the, the raceway right yeah, there. And yeah. they just blocked it off. Yeah. And nothing changed. Not a goddamn thing changed. They weren't working over there either. Mm-hmm. That was the annoying part. Nothing was happening there. Let's get Andy on the phone. I'm sure he can. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's up, Andy? <laughs> Tell us about this traffic. No, I want to know what's going on with, like, because I've heard they're getting rid entirely of the third street on an off ramp. No. Yeah, what? I've heard they are dishing they, that entirely. They just All? sort of rebuilt it. It right now it's awful. The way you sort of go up there and that stop sign. Yeah, right. there's a stop sign. And then you have to thunder gun it onto the interstate. Yeah, because that's it's where the terrible. curve comes. Yeah, around. I, I oh. think God, I don't you're have to like, go that okay, way. I yeah, hope there's too. not any cars coming. Yeah, yeah, no, that's bad. There's yeah, two of those really in a row bad. too. Yeah, it's I don't, really bad. I hate how when you're going north at Main Street, you can get off uh, onto Main Street, but mm. I mean that. Personally, that would be the perfect exit for me if I could just cut going south and land on Main Street, but I can't. Yeah. So, thanks. No, I've heard they're ditching that third street exit entirely. Hmm. That is going to... That that stop sign thing now is as best as that's going to get because that exit is... Well, it looks like they're just trying exiting. to... I mean, it, they're they're trying to kill the curve, yeah. so it's more of a straight shot. Yeah, eventually it's going to be a sense. straight shot, yeah. but when they move the whole interstate over to make that straight shot across the bridge, it's going to get rid of that exit. Wow, I didn't even... That's, that's going to hurt downtown. Yeah, it's going to hurt that little tourist area. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just, yeah. You're bypassing the... The whole fucking tourist area. Huh. Which I don't mind. I hate that little tourist area. Everything between the aquarium and like Chili's <laughs> sucks. Like the best option there you've got is the aquarium. It's uh, like, I don't mind what? Big River. I don't mind Blue yeah, Water. Well, I mean, those are food. The aquarium is an event. Like, oh, well, you I, mean, stuff I mean, just, like, I mean, just like, overall stuff down there because there's not outside like Blue Water's all right. Big River's all right. But outside of that, there's not any really good places to eat or go do down there and it's right there on the waterfront if you got an extra 45 bucks you can go to mellow mushroom yeah get like a salad yeah uh hair has those reuben rolls yeah i don't i don't really consider them but it's still a bitch to park down in that area anywhere you want to go it's a bitch to park well that's republic's fault yeah yeah this is all just a ploy to just fuck republic parking over is be like we'll just build around your dude 
Andy, if that, <laughs> that has be been so your plan, deliciously petty. <laughs> kudos to you, my man, Andy. Jeez, I would, I would love it if that was his mo from day one. His, <laughs> they gave him a parking ticket once, so he ran for mayor and just worked his way up city council, so he could eventually just snub Republicans. He was a lawyer, and then he got a ticket one day and was like, "You know what? I'm going to put an end to this." What are you going to do about it? Oh, I know the see. timing of every light in this town, and Republic Parking is going to give me a ticket. That's going to be I my new head cannon. <laughs> the grid master, god That's damn it. That's my new headcan is this is all just a snub Republic parking. <laughs> just burn the town's economy down. <laughs> the parking economy. Those and those shady cab drivers can leave the city. Republic parking and the Republic cab or whatever it is, an American cab. Mm. I mean, I just Uber. Yeah, yeah I just, Uber. Everybody I, just I've Uber taken a cab time. here once and I got shysted. I... I took one once or twice before Uber was a thing from work to the airport if I had to fly out somewhere. But it was, yeah, it was it was expensive. Yeah. yeah. No, I got shysted. A guy picked me up from North Shore before uh, whatever it is now. It's that fancy uppity place where I feel like I need suspenders to go. North Shore? But where North Shore Grill was. <laughs> oh, Beast and Barrel. Beast and yeah. Barrel, yeah. North Shore Grill was there first. And I was down at North Shore Grill one night. Closed out the bar with a uh, lady friend. We were going to go back to her place. Nice. And she lived down Hickson Pike. About a mile past you, Jared. Okay. And I was charged $55. Good Lord. To go that distance. And I, I was too drunk to realize that he didn't run the counter by the time I got there. And I was just like. So he just gave you a number. Yeah. He just pulled out a number out what of his ass. And I was like, sir, you didn't, uh, you didn't run the meter. Oh no, it's it's broken, but it's uh it's fifty five dollar. I've been doing this long enough, son. Don't don't begrudge me. I've been doing this a while. Oh no way, fuck you, dude. And like, what am I gonna do? Like, yeah. So I paid him fifty five dollars. Oh, you didn't already? I was gonna say I hadn't handed it to him yet. But what was what was I gonna do? He was a huge dude. Yeah, you're not trying to like Uh, cause a scene and not get what you came for. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I get it. No, I I was well, I was I was with a lady friend. No, that's what I'm saying. Is you're there. You're not trying to like cause some drama now. You're about to seal this deal, and he knew it. That's why. Yeah, Yeah. that's what happened. He's like, this dude is trying to get some. He is not going to start shit with me right now. That's exactly why. I hate it, but now I kind of respect it. Yeah, he still (laughs) fucked my game up. No, it took. It cost me I think six dollars to Uber to your place after Southern Brewers Fest. Uber's great, man. Yeah, Uber is great. There has been many a night where I've I'll drive out somewhere and just leave my car downtown. And then I'll get yeah. up the next day. You're paying for that parking till 6 a.m. That's yeah, right. I'm paying for it until then. And the ticketers honestly don't really get out there until like 10, 11. Mm. Would you? I wouldn't. Yeah. And so I'll call an Uber the next day at like 9 a.m. And Uber's cheap as fuck. It's anti-surge pricing. So I, I've gone before. Anytime I've done this, it's usually under $5 mm. for me to get a ride across the bridge, yeah. get my car, and then come back. It's great. And then on the way yeah. back, I stop and get some breakfast. It's that's true. It's, That's cheaper than having yeah. another drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm a big fan of Uber. Not drive home. I've not tried Lyft here yet, but it's it's catching some traction. Hmm. I know I keep meaning to try it, but I never think about it till I have to go somewhere. And I already have the profile for Uber, so yeah, yeah. What else about 2017 though? What what sticks out in your mind? We were going to talk about worst and best beers. 
all the I mean all the political stuff but I just don't want to think about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to think about that. It's like it you went know, real messy. We can talk about how the political stuff we don't want to talk about ruined so many of the other things that we liked. Yeah. About how well before Kevin Spacey's whole thing, but it ruined House of Cards because House of I Cards was over political. the top anymore. Oh, well, I, no, yeah. I guess you were just Yeah, no, I'm getting. Up. I was yeah. getting there. Sorry. I was getting there. Kev, Sorry. Yeah, aside from Kevin Spacey's thing because that's a totally different thing. Right. The show you know, it seemed like it was struggling to keep up with real life. Mm-hmm. And that show was over the top in terms of politics. It definitely did. What gets me about, like, I'm certainly glad all this shit is finally coming to light, but it's shined a lot of light on people that I previously really liked, such as Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, at least with me, I don't know. It's It's been a hard year just because of that. Because, it's been a hard year. Because you get all these people... Like Kevin Spacey, I liked, and now it's like you did something bad. So how do you, is there a way to still appreciate somebody's achievements? You but can. But still, like even though they're a shitty person. Well, I mean, he's still a good actor. Yeah. But it really makes you look at American Beauty a little differently. Yeah. And you can appreciate it, but then it's just like you don't the, talk about but it. But yeah, much. is it in like, bad taste to appreciate it? Like it's a weird spot where. My at. personal take is I appreciate it quietly. Like, yeah. I'll enjoy House of Cards. I just won't talk about it as openly. Yeah. Which sucks. Yeah. Not, I mean, in the grand scheme, my enjoyment of House of Cards is nothing compared to the victims. Disclaimer. Mm. But. Still unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, still unfortunate. Well, for House of Cards, of they had fortunately worked themselves into a pretty good spot to have Frank exit anyway. They yeah. did, but now it's going to be awkward. Yeah. I believe it's known as the Frexit. The Frexit, yeah. <laughs> but it's like even. I mean, even He's like uh, Al Franken, Senator Al Franken. Mm-hmm. I really like that dude. And given, you know, I, I don't want to necessarily rile anybody up. I just, in comparison to like raping people, I don't think what he did was. Up. I mean, you, sh- you shouldn't go around grabbing people when they're asleep, but he didn't rape anybody. But still. <laughs> There's no it's good. There's no good. safe way there's to no, talk about that. Yeah, there's no good no, way to say it's it. all wrong. Yeah. It's all fucking wrong. But there, there's kind of a scale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we're just. I'm glad it's coming out, but we're in sort of a. Everybody's a little oversensitive right now about some things, and not that they shouldn't be. Yeah, not that all of this behavior should definitely be put out there and addressed. Yeah. I just, I don't know where we're going with it. Like, if Tom Hanks comes out. No, I, it's. Yeah, we've been talking yeah, about Yeah, he was that, on my know? list. I had four. It was Terry, Terry Crews. Terry Crews is fighting back now, though. Yeah. He, yeah. like, named, yeah. decided to name the dude, forget who it was, and be like, fuck it, I'm not going to be a victim. Mm-hmm. And, like, the internet rallied around him because he's Terry Crews. Yeah, Terry Crews, Tom Hanks, and I had two more. The Rock. Mm-hmm. The Rock was one of them. I forget who my fourth one was of if some dirt comes out about this person that's, you know, there is no God's dead. <laughs> yeah. Everything the rock does for people. If uh, maybe it was Chris Evans. My thing was, what if any something comes about a, any Marvel or Star Wars person? I've mm-hmm. wondered about that. How's that going to be handled? I imagine Mickey's going to bury it under under a literal truckload of money and then work said person out of there. Mm-hmm. And then if it comes to light, they can be like, we had no idea. And it's they'll claim like straight not, cash, and so there'll be no paper trail. Well, and it's not like they've not recasted people. I mean, Don Cheadle. Right. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. And he's not the only one. They've straight up just recast people. Like they it, have, it but now they're yeah. deep. I mean, when you change up your Hulk, yeah. Like you now They've Mark Ruffalo is Bruce though. Banner. It's it's yeah. a little late. You could change up maybe a Doctor Strange supporting character, but the Hulk is I mean, he's a main he's a main character, but he's not doing too well on his own movies. And at this point, we've had Mark Ruffalo for so long. I yeah. liked the Edward Norton Hulk movie. I like the movie. I didn't like it. Maybe Edward just because it was coming off the Ang Lee one, which was good. Yeah. Mm. God, that movie was awful. That movie was. Uh, I wish they'd bring back the abomination. He didn't yeah. die. When they've even in Agents of Shield, they've mentioned him yeah. a bunch of times. And I, I, that was another thing I kept hoping for. And one of the things I was like, if they're not going to do anything with him in the movies, he needs to be a threat they need to deal with. Was the abomination? Uh, this may be a dumb question, but was the abomination, was Blonsky able to turn into the abomination or once he was the no, abomination, he, he was stuck that. that way. He is yeah. stuck that way. He like OD'd. It's sort of like a trade off. He's stuck that way and his powers, his strength doesn't increase with anger. So when Hulk hulks out, I believe he's at like a lower baseline. Right. But the longer he can fight the abomination and get pissed off, like the stronger, the stronger he gets, he gets yeah. and can eventually like and the abomination him. seems that Blonsky like he seems to maintain some of his cognitive skills he does yeah mm-hmm. yeah like he's pretty much that he's an asshole he's like Red Skull he's an asshole yeah. but he's still like strong and shit yeah. yeah now see maybe I keep hoping there I didn't even think about that I hope who knows maybe halfway through Infinity War Thanos busts out like wherever Shield's like Supermax prison is and we see it'd be a great time be like ooh what if Oh, yeah, he, he busts Abomination out. Or splits Banner and the Hulk. You get the Red Hulk or the Gray Hulk yeah. or all those other ones, too. Well, what, according to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and canon, uh, Blonsky was frozen. Oh, in, they did freeze him? Yeah, he's uh, cryogenically frozen in a an Alaskan Alaska, yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. facility. Mm. And that was before the Winter Soldier happened. That was like season one. So after the Winter Soldier happened and... Hydra took over S.H.I.E.L.D. for a little bit. They could have let him out. He could be out. Mm. Yeah. I would love if they just essentially just give us a follow-up to The Incredible Hulk with Mark Ruffalo mm-hmm. where Blonsky's out and he's hunting for me. Like, just rehash it. I just want to see these two dudes fight again. I like, mean, you can throw awesome. away somebody like Crossbones in the beginning yeah. of Civil War. So, honestly, I would, I'd rather see Blonsky versus, like, Hulkbuster armor because we've seen Hulk and there's always like a level of holding back yeah abomination versus hulkbuster you don't need to he can go for the kill essentially dude i'm calling it right now bruce banner's gonna get in that hulkbuster armor yeah i was thinking the I'm same calling thing. it mm. it'll give him a way to like be cognitively in control and be the hulk but without actually being the hulk mm-hmm. mm. so he'll be able to that, strategically wouldn't he be like flying around and shit like that boost his adrenaline and then he hulks out through the maybe hulkbuster Quite possibly armor. Yeah. Oh, okay. well in the, in the <laughs> comics there was this Badass scene where Thanos captures Iron Man, and I can't remember if he was in the Hulkbuster armor or not. But he captures Iron Man. And you're like, oh, he's got Iron Man, and he's beating the shit out of Iron Man. And then the Iron Man armor starts to rip apart, and you see that it's Bruce Banner that's been in the Iron Man armor the whole he's time. He's like bleeding and, green or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's like seeping out through the through the armor, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, Bruce Banner's in there, and then he hulks out, and it's just a whole sort of red herring well, they cool. threw Thanos. So I'm hoping they do something like that. That would be cool as shit. A Trojan Hulk? Yeah, and let him just hulk out of the armor. Well, they showed in the yeah. trailer he's, like, tinkering with it. Yeah, that's why I'm calling it, man. Okay. I think it'll happen. Okay. He's tinkering with mm-hmm. it. He's he's trying to get him some armor going. 
So he can be the Hulk without actually being the Hulk, and then he's going to Hulk out of that shit. Well, he, I mean, Thor Ragnarok kind of ended on it. It was a weird thing. He's like, if I Hulk out again, um, that's There's the end no of that. Yeah. Then he did, and we saw him as Hulk throughout the entire movie, but now we see but him back. back. Yeah, he obviously yeah. gets so he was going wrong. back to Banner. But, In the but com- then he was like, one more time. He's but see, now like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. When the comics, too, he eventually, there for a while, he does become the Hulk and stay the Hulk for a long time. And he's wearing like a, he oh, kind of oh, dresses oh. like the Ninja Turtles in their detective disguises. <laughs> like a brown, like yeah. Yeah. McGruff yeah. the crime dog. Yeah. yeah. And like a noir style. Yeah. He, coat. he goes like by Joe. Goes out in public. Yeah. He goes by Joe Fix It. And he's right. like cognitive and he's able to tap into Banner's intelligence but he's still the hulk so he's able to be science bro with tony stark but he's still the hulk yeah and i would love to see that yeah see just a big bro ragnarok yeah he was much more yeah yeah so that's why i think i think thanos with all his damn crazy ass infinity stones is going to be able to separate the two because that is a thing that's what i honestly i thought that might happen in ragnarok because i thought loki may be able to pull some shit and yeah i was gonna say loki could be the other one to do it He's definitely controlled the Hulk before and stuff yeah. like that. So. so, I don't know. I'm excited about that movie, though. But I yeah. don't want to let myself get excited. The last movie I let myself get excited for really disappointed me. That makes me sad, though, because I agree with you. Me the too. last movie that I got excited about disappointed me, which was the last Star yeah. Wars movie, Episode Eight. But that was one movie. Yeah. Marvel, the Marvel Over the end course of, of everything. That's true. You know, it's just one movie. No, I will I will still bet on Infinity War, but if Infinity War disappoints me, mm. I'm done. Like I'm just I'm just done with yeah. superhero movies. I've got high hopes for Black Panther too. I'm, I'm, I'm looking let myself forward to get Black Panther. For I'm looking forward to Infinity War one and two. I gotta see the whole thing through. Yeah. Yeah. But No, but if, if Black Panther sucks, it's not just gonna suck for me, it's gonna really suck for Disney. I because heard. I feel like a you know a movie with a an African lead star. Yeah, needs entire to be good. cast. Yeah, entire, yeah, entirely. But good soundtrack with most of the musicians mm-hmm. doing the music. It needs, like, it needs to be good for yeah. Disney's sake and for America's sake. Yeah, and well, apparently the first cut that uh, Ryan Coogler has turned in was four hours, and they're cutting it down for four hours. It's going to be the longest original like first movie in a series that's come out from Marvel. I mean, see, that's the sort of thing. Like, I don't mind a good four hour movie. I don't give mind. A direct- a, I do the not mind a long a movie. Much, if it's like, a good movie, what are they cutting? Give me a director's to? cut. Are like two and a half hours. Half? I think Probably. it's, it's coming in long. I want to see the Lord of the Rings edition. Of that's that what movie. I'm saying. Yeah. When you yeah. cut that much yeah. of the yeah. footage, that's another movie. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see the full length the director's cut. Yeah. 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 I'm really curious moving into like this new phase of Marvel they've got going on because we've got this coming out. Don't know. They're capping a bunch of shit off with Infinity War. Like Mm -hmm. I expect a bunch of people to die in Infinity War. And then moving on, we're going to get Captain Marvel, Mm -hmm. Spider Man, Mm -hmm. and we're going to get a bunch of different. Like I would say Infinity War Part Two or Avengers Four, whatever title they're going to go with eventually. That will be the last we'll see of Tony Stark. I'm convinced. Until somebody comes around and either they pull. I really liked what they did in the comics. They eventually go to a parallel universe and pull a Tony Stark from that time. A young, like 17-year-old Tony Stark from that timeline. Mm -hmm. Peter Parker is involved with that along with Doctor Strange. And bring him into their timeline to be like, 
this is all the shit that you're capable of. You need to figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they start with this uh, young sort of Peter Parker, Tony Stark. And I think that could be a fun way to recast that part. I mean, they could just go Infinity Stone, Reality Stone, and mm-hmm. change it. It's just, you know, multiverse. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There's X-Men in this one. Well, I mean, they already set up the multiverse with Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Teased it and Ant-Man set it up with Doctor Strange. Like, Yeah, but that's still just straight, a microcosm of this universe. Yeah, I'm talking straight realities. up dropped the term multiverse, though. Yeah. This, yeah. The, the reality stone is just simply fucking multiverse. Like, yeah. They could do that. I mean, in one of, in an infinite number of Marvel multiverses, there's a good Doctor Doom. Yeah. <laughs> I need to see that. No, Dr. Doom. I was thinking of this the other day. They should do a Dr. Doom movie. If only, if only Marvel TV and Marvel cinema, like the films played together a little more nicely. Like they play together pretty nicely now, but they just, they don't reference each other mm-hmm. the way I would like them to. Yeah, no, they, there could right. be a lot more. Is if you did a Doom movie and is focused on doom and you don't really talk about the fantastic four, but you bring in the fantastic four in a series as a, in a series, mm-hmm. like a TV show yeah. and then have those build as the antithesis to doom and then bring them into their own movie. I still mm. think you can bring in doom to Dr. Strange. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, for sure. You could do a Thor Ragnarok with Iron Man and Dr. Strange have this whole science magic angle and doom you know, just knows both. It's, I like the fantastic Four themselves. I like their supporting cast. I mean, they're okay. I feel like you could, I've said before, I think you can get doom into the MCU. You just replace Richards with Tony Stark. You've got doom and, and make him a doctor strange villain, half doctor strange, half iron man villain. Mm -hmm. See, I would like to see that sort of combo. And maybe you could do this all in one movie and it not be too much because it was sort of done in Ragnarok. But have Tony Stark and Doctor Strange team up, but they're battling Doom, who Mm -hmm. has perhaps found some way. Maybe not he's involved. He's just there and sort of another entity in here, sort of anti-heroing it up. Yeah. But then you've got the real Mandarin. Trying to summon mm. Fing Fang Foom because we've seen that dragons have existed in the MCU twice now via right. Iron Fist and Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So bring Fing Fang Foom into this and get the Mandarin, who you could have his 10 rings be slices of the 10 Infinity Stones. And it's like he's got a minor Infinity Gauntlet. And that's the way he's able to do his magic. Or it's something that yeah. channels it or something. But have Doctor Strange and Iron Man fight Fing Fang Foom and the real Mandarin. Yeah, I'd watch that. That's what I want to see. That would be an amazing movie. The real Mandarin should have been in Iron Man 3. I I still, I'm okay with the thing they pulled. I still want to do... You're okay with that because of that, like, addition that they came out with later on that wasn't actually part of the movie, though. No, not really. Yeah. I, I was still okay with it when I saw it. I, the thing, the thing that hurt me was I really liked Ben Kingsley as... Not Trevor, the, but the Mandarin. Like the, yeah, yeah, I really liked him as that, and I wanted to see more of that. But who's to say they don't even bring him back, and it's just been a whole like double swap thing with him? It'd be at this point, it seemed like a cop out. You know, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't. We've had, we've had this conversation. I don't. I don't before. think we'll ever see the Mandarin again. No, which is unfortunate. I do think that they did that. It's that solely. he's got 
as fan service, but yeah. He's he's just like super racist in origin. There's yeah. Whatever way you try and cut it, there's no do you cast him as an Asian dude? Do mm. you not? Do we have a whole other ancient one thing going on? Is yeah. it we well, can't there's no good way about it. He's mm. called the Mandarin. <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah, the Chinaman. Like yeah. it's there's no But they could totally do it as a like do how they did Spider-Man where Tony Stark comes in at mm-hmm. least, well, let's reverse it. Let's go back a little bit to do the Spider-Man that we were advertised where Tony Stark was all up in that movie. I yeah. think, I think yeah. you can put doom in the MCU because he's been in an isolated nation of Latveria. The armor thing doesn't even matter. Initially. He's mm. just been there. You can work doom in that. He's been there the whole time. He's been the despotic leader of Latveria. Right. And then he just can't take it anymore. Whatever. It yeah. Is. He's whatever. Gotta yeah. Get I got out. a thought for yeah. you here, how we can work this in with doom. Doom rises up in Sokovia. He, he takes annexes on, it. He takes Sokovia. He brings Sokovia back to a functioning nation. Mm-hmm. And then there's all these Ultron drones laying around. Mm-hmm. He repurposes oh, those Doom bots. Oh. into his Doombots. I like it. Bing, bang, boom. Stop We're it. done. I can only get so erect. I can only get so erect. We're there. Let's end this shit, though. Yeah. Let's, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, you guys got anything to go out on? Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah, happy new year. Happy it's new been, year. Yeah, it's Thanks been an all right us. year. <laughs> I guess. I, can, I mean, yeah, we're, so far, we're so alive. Good. Yeah, we're here. We made it. Yeah, we we're have a here. If Still you're doing it. Coming yeah. up on our two years. If you're listening to this, we made it to 2018. Yeah. Celebrate the little victories. Yeah, mm-hmm. we made it. Hit Riverside Wine and Spirits on Friday, mm-hmm. four yeah. to six. They got their growler promo. Hit them on Saturday. I think it's also four to six or it's two to four, maybe two to six. I don't know, but they've got a wine promo. <laughs> During that time, they got some cheeses, some wines, shit down there. If you're out getting some brunch and stuff on Saturday, cap it off with that in the afternoon. It's a good time. (laughs) 